This episode of the Cryptonaut Podcast is brought to you by Cryptid Crate. Visit cryptidcrate.com and enter our promo code GRAMPUS, that's G-R-A-M-P-U-S, at checkout to get 10% off the entire life of your Cryptid Crate subscription. Okay, so before we get started, we have a quick announcement to make. Last week, we launched a big cartel store, so be sure to check out that link in the description of this episode. Over there, we're going to be selling some stickers and some pins and some other exclusive items coming up in the future, so be sure to check that out. Also, too, don't forget about our Tee Public Shop where you can get T-shirts and travel mugs and crewnecks and hoodies. The link will also be in the description of the podcast for that shop. So we got two merch shops, Big Cartellers run by us. These are things that we make and we sell and we ship out ourselves, and then Tee Public is something completely separate. They handle all the shipping. They do all the printing on their end. So, uh, yeah, you've got two different ways to uh, get stuff from us. Uh, Both of those shops, any purchases made, go to support the podcast financially. And as always, thank you all for your purchases. Uh, It's great to see the support from all you listeners. It's good to see you guys reacting to this. We got it loaded with a bunch of orders from the Big Cartel shop this week, so that's very cool. So, uh, yeah, there is your Merch 101 with Mark. And, again, thank you all very much. And... This week is Halloween, so this is dropping on a Monday, which means Wednesday is going to be Halloween. Everyone's super excited. I learned a new word on Twitter this week, and that's spoopy. So, um, you know what? Keep it spoopy. Keep it creepy. Keep it spooky. Keep it double spoopy. I'm not sure if that makes sense. I just like saying the word spoopy. It just sounds fun. So, without further ado, Christopher, cue that creepy music. the Kryptonaut Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs, and with me as always is... I'm Chris. And... Rob Morphy. Happy Halloween, everybody. Hey, Absolutely. thanks. This week is Halloween. We are all super excited. I can't wait to go trick-or-treating with my kids. I know. I wish I had kids that were trick-or-treating age in my life. My Dude. niece and nephew are now 19 and 21, yeah, respectively. So cray. that time's I got a new baby great nephew, but he's oh. fucking almost six months old. Yeah, so weans. I, I got no I got no trick or treat time. You can't bring in a six months. You can't well you could, but it's a ridiculous waste Just of time. Toss him in a wagon, pull him around, trick or treat. Get, get the candy for yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love oh, fucking yeah. Halloween so much. Oh, same here. Oh, it goes same here. We're monster lovers. We we yeah. love but but it's not even a love of paranormal. It's just the accoutrements, the decorations, it's that crunch of the autumn. Oh, it's everything. Leaves, the smells, the that Halloween vibe, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Totally. Candy's a good thing. The horror films on TV, I fucking love. It's just a perfect time of year to be a, a monster horror geek. Totally. Totally. And it is a perfect time of year to start the early war on Christmas. Oh. Yeah. We'll talk we about were, that more when we, we get near Christmas. Oh, the war on Christmas continues wow. on a daily basis. I in just, I in didn't August, know. I'm waging a war on Christmas. Well, you know what? In the, in the name of Halloween, let's just leave that aside All and right. enjoy this holiday as it is here. Well, almost here. Yes, we will. So, uh, as always, social medias, the uh, Twitters, Instagrams, the Facebooks, be sure to follow us. Ratings and reviews are very important to us, and we love getting feedback from you guys. So be sure to leave the ratings and reviews in the iTunes and Apple Podcasts. I guess you can do it on Stitcher. You can also leave uh, reviews if you don't have those apps on our Facebook page, so that's also very much 
uh, welcomed. Um, there's a couple other things we could do with dress, and it was T Public. Check out our T Public shop. We got some T-shirts for sale. Also, too, not to confuse you with too many merch shops, but we got a big cartel shop that we're going to be pushing some um, some cool. Whenever you say on. big cartel, I think we're drug dealers. Yeah, now. yeah. I think, I think we're cast members in Narcos, and I don't understand yeah, why I wasn't given the memo. Just, I know. Uh, it's just a shop that we sell our stuff on. Phenomenal. Yeah. I feel much safer on paper. I'm pa- oh, that's true. That's true. Well, I did have to upgrade the PayPal account to a business account to get the big cartel. Whoa. So, What's going on at Big Cartel? Uh, this is where we're going to be selling. Uh, we have a cool little, like a merch package. It's got like some stickers and some magnets and some buttons and a postcard. So it's a cool little like uh, crypto bundle of promo stuff. Yeah. A postcard with a missed typo making it. A collector's item. Oh, possibly, or just the fact that I don't know how to spell shit. No, uh, no, 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 no. One of the you, two. You're not gonna hear this. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't admit that. Damn it. <laughs> hey, you know it happens. All right, Ugh. all right. So this is not necessarily super Halloween-ish, but it's kind of fun because it involves a killer. Yes, it does. Now, multiple killers, perhaps. Couple, couple killers. Maybe even mass murder. Could be. So Ooh. fun. Jeez. It's a little bit different than what we normally do, but this week we're gonna be talking about killer Bigfoot. Yes. Bigfoot in the plural sense of Bigfoot. So instead of doing the regular story, what we're going to do here is we're going to reference this article that Rob wrote in 2015 for the Paracon magazine. Which I've got to say, Mark was generous enough to pick up a copy for me so I could add it to my archives. All these years, I almost forgot about it, and then you picked it up and like presented it to me in a podcast. I'm like, oh, shucks. Yeah. Now, in the, the description of this uh, podcast, we're going to have a link to where you can buy this Paracon magazine. I think it was only like eight bucks or something on Amazon. Why not? So we're going to put a link there. Um, so basically, the overall here is that this is going to be dealing with the darker side of everyone's favorite Harry hominid. So like Harry and the Hendersons, but Michael Myers. Basically. <laughs> oh, jeez. Right. We're also, we're also going to kind of look at a way... And I know people have certain thoughts about Sasquatch and, and Bigfoot and maybe like, it's a gentle creature. But we're going to maybe look at a more darker side of this gentle giant, maybe a more realistic view. You know, everyone's Harry and the Hendersons really could just be this giant apex predator. It's, it's true. Like a hair, like a like a homicidal hominoid. Does that work? Right. Why not? Yeah. So well, not, uh, I mean, well, I guess homicidal. Yeah. Yeah, homicidal hominoid. Well, that or hominid. on how or aware hominid. it really no, is. Well, it could, be, yeah. it could be. It could be either, depending on how advanced. If it's a like a proto-human, like well, a, that, right, like right. an yeah. Almus, yeah, that's a hominoid, probably. Right. If there's just a puma that just fucks a lot of people up, it's not. It's not homicidal. It's, yeah, Puma, like. exactly. Or it's a, maybe it's a Puma doing Puma. That's true. You're not. I guess. To, are, are you homicidal if you're not aware that your actions are, for lack of a better word, amoral? And are we allowed to imply or impress our moral standards on wildlife? Well, I always I assumed uh, there's an intelligence factor there for that word. But I'm, not I'm, qu- assuming. I'm not qualified to answer that question. Bigfoot seems bright. <clears throat> Does anyway, he? Or... Is he just a killer? I feel like a, he's mathless, yeah. like like Mark is sometimes. <laughs> mathless. Is the Sasquatch out for blood, Rob? That's what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> it's true. For blood. Right. The funny thing was, I was asked to write this article, and they're like, oh, what can you do crypto theme? I'm like, one of the things I've been thinking about is just exploring this kind of dark side of it. So when I read this, this is not going to be like our standard story. Like When I take the articles and kind of reformat them to be the scripts for our show... It's we deal with like a, a case yeah. or a series of cases. Right. This is going to be done in a slightly different tone because it's an article I wrote for a magazine. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I just want to make that. Yeah. Clear. This, awesome. This is a hypothesis. Yeah. Well, our thing that you wrote yes. a thesis. Yeah. A thesis is a great word for and we're, it. And while we're doing this, we're going to weave this into Halloween. In the fact that you called it 
what was it? Harry and Henderson's meets Michael Myers, which I thought was a beautiful yes. analogy. So I've not seen the new Halloween movie yet. I am excited to see it. So am I. Robert, let's get started. I hope I never see a Bigfoot. Well, at least not face to gargantuan face. Maybe if I was riding in a dirigible. That's for oh, you guys. Yes. A dirigible? Yep. Or a hot air balloon or a fully functioning Sherman tank. Or a blimp. Or a blimp. With machine guns. Or a demon boat. And owls. But the last thing in the world I would want to bump into while wandering around in a primordial shadow-shrouded forest nestled miles away from civilization would be a seven to nine foot tall, 600 pound feral primate. Thanks, but no thanks. I think we can all agree with that take on yeah, it. Yeah, it seems pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't like seeing uh, chipmunks in my living room. No, and I'm they're tiny prepared little... prepared for war, basically. Friendly, well, they're not friendly. That's a lie that Elvin and the chipmunks taught me. Well, that's in your hostel. Like, they a chipmunk in nature won't bother you. Anything, I think that's up to my knees, and I was on, is, might be startling. Okay, totally. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, that was whiskey. That was <laughs> oh, a whiskey Rob. sip that burned all the way down. That whiskey with its just went right into your lung, didn't it? Uh, you got whiskey yeah. lung. No, you, I it's saw it's you down breathe the it. Gullet. Yeah, You're I, like, I, I shouldn't have breathed it. I shouldn't have breathed it. <laughs> you don't breathe whiskey. So, you know, that's one to grow on. All right, there you go. Continue. All right. I know this might sound strange coming from a guy who has dedicated the better part of his adult life to fulfilling his childhood ambition of globetrotting, talking to eyewitnesses, researching, and illustrating some of the most bizarre cryptid reports to come down the proverbial pike. A big bearded bastard who, 14 short years ago, now 17 short years ago, co-founded American Monsters with Mark, another buddy of ours, Mike D, over a lunch consisting of nothing but red meat and pitchers of Belgian beer. It is, however, the simple truth. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not harboring some highfalutin idea about how precious universal mysteries are to the psychological and sociological framework in which we all coexist, even if I do happen to agree with that assertion, nor would I be so bold as to suggest that there are or are not spiritual elements, that's from Mark, spiritual elements about tales of Harry Wildman, which have emerged from nearly every corner of the globe, from Australia to Siberia, that smack of some universal truth is about both physical and more to the point, both the physical and more to the point, psychological evolution of human beings. No, for me, it's something much simpler than that. The idea of crashing into one of these massive ape-like monstrosities scares the living hell out of me. And for good reason. Firstly, these colossal creatures are, beyond a shadow of a doubt, wild fucking animals. Period. I mean, I'm digressing now. We, well, yeah, they, they are. don't seem to be domestic in any way. No. Yeah, so, yeah. No, no. And, and again, given the size, I mean... You know, uh, I've had run-ins with with bear, and it may have been my fault. I'm not going to say that it wasn't. You do chase bear. You walk up to it. I occasionally chase bear, yeah. So just being at that size and something that's kind of, you can access them fairly easily. You can just show up and be like, there's a fucking bear. No one has ever said a thing. I can access a bear pretty easily. You can really. We we really aren't that far. decent access to bears. We aren't that far from accessing a bear. I just love the way you put it. So, but just what they can do. Is devastating. But when you actually consider, um, you know, if the existence of a Sasquatch, if that is a thing, then that could literally rip your fucking arms off. Oh, without a doubt. And quite possibly Gor- eat you Gor- and Mount, stuff you Mount in a bank. gorillas could shred you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Completely. And if you have something that's <clears throat> nine feet tall, like say 700 pounds. Yep. If it chose, you are the deadest of meat. Yeah. You're fucked. Yeah. No way around it. So I'll go on to speak about wild animals. Wild animals are always dangerous. 
especially when their young ones are around or when you intrude on their territory or when they are hungry. Especially Ooh. when they are hungry. Oh, eaten by a Sasquatch. That, and it's it's there's cases of it, to really? be sure. Oh my god. There the 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 cannibal Sasquatch it's not cannibal. People call everything that eats people cannibals, which I think is fucking dumb. They're not human, so it's no, not if cannibal. It's, if, yeah. if, if it's not human on human barbecue, then exactly. it's not cannibal. The carnivorous predator human hunting Sasquatch. If you get eaten by a silverback gorilla, it's not cannibalism. No, though they're vegetarian, so that's not an option, but oh. still. What if you get one that's just an asshole? like, I'm not being a vegan today. Like, what if they're just chewing your meat and spitting it out? I'm staying true to my beliefs, <laughs> yeah. but fuck your flesh! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of like the flavor, but I'm not eating it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not eating it. I love fake chicken wings. Fuck you. Oh, my See God. See these axes? Oh, oh wow. I know though. I do love fake chicken wings, and I actually, you guys might not know this. Fake? I, I oh, do like soy. Or yeah, I do eat a ton of like uh, those, like veggie like, burgers veggie and shit. I love them. They're so you good. know. Every now and again, that's tasty, but I, I would never eat that when I'm craving meat. Well, I was a vegetarian for eight years. I know you were. So, and it was go. really one of the most heartbreaking times of my life. I was. We all make mistakes. I ate, yeah, I ate, I ate a lot of bread your and mistakes. pasta, so it didn't really work out you, too well for me physically. You've come home. Welcome back to my the God. How do you not have gout? <laughs> I never got gout. Yeah, gout and carnage. Beer. What the fuck, man? Yeah. All right. For the better part of five decades now, many, if not most, Americans have harbored a kind of shared Harry and the Hendersons misconception regarding Bigfoot. <clears throat> they perceive this massive bipedal beast to be little more than a reclusive, gentle giant, a kind of oversized teddy bear that dwells in the nebulous void between a spine-chilling campfire story and the biological world. I consider this collective delusion regarding the gentle forest giant to not only be fundamentally erroneous, but potentially downright dangerous. Mm. See, you anthropomorphize. What is it called? Anthropomorphize? You got it. Anthropomorph. <laughs> anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphize. You anthropomorphize. Yep. Oh, my, the I, oh my God. <laughs> That's how I like if it. If you <laughs> take wild animals and give them human attributes yeah, exactly. so as to endear them to you. And that's what Harry and the Hendersons did. We're all stoked. Like, he's going to help the dog. Uh, he's gonna, That dog was goddamn adorable. Like he's going to help the dog out of the out of the basement. And Chris, for yeah. my birthday some years ago, actually got me the DVD of Harry and the Hendersons because oh, I had never so owned good. it. Yeah. And, and you know what? So Just having the collection is fun. It's a charming romp. I do not believe it authentically represents the disposition of Sasquatch. No. No, I'm going to say that the Sasquatch would probably eat the dog. If it was hungry. Or snap it in half. Well, they like to snap dogs. Yeah. (laughs) And I I like dogs. So it's the a fact, fact that I don't it would eat it or at least snap it, it is, in half. It is a chronicle <laughs> fact. Why? And, and by the way, I will get to some of these, though not in any great detail. Dog killing is a Bigfoot pastime. Baseball for people, though I know football is probably more popular. Dog snapping for Bigfoot. That is just their shit. See, and I they love, love, love well, the yeah, But they don't like sneak up behind a dog and they're like, I, I can't wait. Like, it's, it's probably a threat issue. Prove it. They I, might I know. Exactly I mean, I'm up on a dog. I know. Like, I I'm asking. I'm asking in your you. stories. They're not ninja assassins. <laughs> Prove it. They might be. I As don't a know. dog lover, we'll see I de facto don't like Sasquatch because they kill dogs. Okay. They, I, they I probably would, kill everything. Technically, I would agree, with Chris. Team they dog. probably only kill dogs when a they're very hungry and b if this thing is ta- attacking them because dogs are territorial. Bugs these things might be everything. And if you're just like, I, you got to shut the fuck up, crack. Yeah. Oops. It's fucked up. It could be it 10 could, miles be, away and the dog's going to bark at it. It could be a and men situation where like, I want to pet it and hug Slam. it. And yeah. Yep. Fuck. Vertebrae. <laughs> anyway. For the sake of argument, let's suppose for a moment that Bigfoot is a real animal, which is an easy assumption to make considering the scads of photographic, video, print cast, and to a lesser degree, DNA evidence that has been collected over the decades. 
Granting that these creatures exist, one must also assume that they are both swift enough to capture the prey that they are pursuing and strong enough to slaughter it. At the same time, they need to be cunning enough to evade even the most skilled and well-armed trackers and hunters, which implies a degree of intelligence, I would say. Yeah, totally. Furthermore, there's every reason to assume that Sasquatch and its ilk are omnivorous. More than a few observers have testified to seeing these ominous ape men killing and eating deer, dogs, rodents... Rodents. 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 And sometimes, grisly as it may be, humans. As if they weren't unsettling enough, there are multiple accounts of these critters scaring off ordinarily fearless alpha predators like the Alaskan grizzly, which is a fucking mountain of flesh, claws, and teeth. Yet there are legitimate accounts of... I remember this one... uh, it was like some a documentary about Alaskan cryptids, and and this boat captain was like this grizzly was on shore walking around suddenly got really tense, looked around and booked away, and about twenty seconds later, an even larger like nine foot tall or so is how he estimated it I think Sasquatch came out. So when you Whoa. are terrifying an Alaska grizzly, yeah, you don't get fucked with. You're the unfuckable. Because no, it's you're, terrifying. You're well, top yeah. of the food chain at that point. Bear, bearing this in mind, one is compelled to consider just how wise it would be to wander into a region where even gigantic grizzlies and hyper carnivorous wild felids fear to tread. Ooh. One need only to glance at the published accounts of encounters with Sasquatch to find story after story of rocks being thrown in on wary travelers or cabins ransacked by huge two legged scavengers. Terrifying tales of monstrous hands reaching through the windows of rural homes or pets found mutilated in the yard next to oversized humanoid footprints or hikers who claim to have been pursued or in some cases even kidnapped by mammoth wild men who reek of sulfur and rotten flesh. My in favorite. chapter 12, I know, that's the best smell. That's, that's fucked your car noir. I, can you do so that? It's just sulfur it, and rotten it's flesh. Just, it's just no, it's farts and old burgers, yeah. really? Well, that, I mean, one of the most consistent things about Bigfoot encounters, <clears throat> swamp ape most acutely because that is really known for how rank it is, but any any hairy hominid in general is it stinks. False, false. Sulfur is always associated with it and, and just this rotten carcass, nasty right. smell. Like people are like, it's permeating and horrible, <laughs> and it really that's the it's almost like if you're in the woods and you suddenly smell this, you're either next to a carcass, yeah, or you're about to see a fucking Bigfoot, right? It's crazy. In chapter 12 of his book, Bigfoot The True Story of Apes in America, noted author and cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman chronicled the oft ignored side of primatology's most elusive quarry, the slaughtering Sasquatch. The author states, Stories of violent Bigfoot do exist. Giant cannibals in the bush eating women are parts of ancient Indian lore. There are also reports of Bigfoot killing dogs. These begin with the hairy wild man of Gladwin County, Michigan, who killed a dog with one blow of its hand in October of 1891. To the 1970s Missouri account of Momo seen carrying the bloody carcass of a dog. There is also the Wisconsin counter in 2000 of a similar beast carrying a dead and bloody animal. So... You know, it's funny. It's not. This is not often reported. Like, usually, someone sees something in the woods. They're with their family or walking alone. Right. It walks <clears> towards <throat> them, or, or you, more often than not, away from them. They yeah. get scared and book. That's the standard thing. That's where the, I think the gentle giant myth comes from. It's like these things are huge animals, and they could tear us limb from limb. But more often than not, they avoid us. But I think that's a sage thing any wild animal would do. But yeah, not every grizzly charges you. Absolutely. Like I think the bulk probably run away and if you're a yeah, hunter honestly. and you reek of gunpowder i don't know if scientists have ever done tests on this i assume they have i would think that at this point 
the more advanced mammals would associate the smell of gunpowder and the smell of humans to be something dangerous to avoid, generally speaking, rather than unless you're starving or wildly territorial and you're next to like their bear cubs or whatever baby Sasquatch, that they would generally prefer to leave you alone because people are fucking dangerous. I mean, we are the apex predators of the planet. We're not the strongest. We're not the fastest. We don't have good talons or teeth, but we've got guns and brains and we are fucking just super goddamn dangerous. We have helicopters. We do have helicopters. Drones. Yep. These are the killer things. So anyway, one of the things that gets kind of swept under the carpet are all these accounts of dead animals that Sasquatch seems to be uh, carrying with it. Famed Bigfoot researcher John Green, he's one of the old, old school ones from way back in the Bluff Creek days, also collected stories of Sasquatch killing dogs, and he dug up no less than six accounts of human beings who were murdered by Bigfoot. Which, you know, as Chris would say, if it's a wild animal, it's not a murder. It's just fucking a puma being a puma. <laughs> yeah, it's just a squatch, squatching out. Yes, squatch is going to squatch. Or if it's slightly smarter... It's a fucking murder spree. One of these harrowing tales hailed from Alaska during the 1970s. His informant told Green of a hairy man-like beast that had, in one frenzied evening, attacked a group of men who had made their homes on boats anchored in the Yukon River. The account recorded that the boatman's dogs eventually managed to drive off the brutal shaggy giant, but the injuries sustained by the men were more than they could bear, and they all died soon after. Jesus, how many people were it? I I didn't read. They didn't say, but... If it's more than three, it sucks. Yeah. Well, if it's one, it Shit. sucks. Yeah. If it's more than three, it's a fucking tragedy. Another disturbing account was published in the October 31st, 1970 edition of the Bigfoot Bulletin by George Haas. Reprinted in that issue was a letter from an Army trainee named Nick E. Campbell, who was stationed at Fort Ord, California. Campbell claimed that two Texas National Guard privates, one of whom was a minister named Royal Jacobs, Nice fucking name. Royal. It's pretty fucking sweet. Told him that in 1965, a giant hairy creature had allegedly killed a number of people near Jefferson, Texas. This is something that really should be worth researching. And and if I can find any more info on this, it is definitely a pot. Because a Bigfoot massacre in Jefferson, Texas in 1965 yeah, is a story worth fucking telling. Is, is that a movie? It's got to be. I don't, I, I've it, never heard. Make it. Besides, when I was doing the research for this, I've never really heard of this account really? ever. Interesting. All right. Yes. Cool. The Reverend told Haas that he was a member of the posse that had tracked the beast and that he had bore witness to the ravaged corpse of one of its victims. And that's where that account ends. But it definitely, mm. I'm definitely digging We're gonna into We're going to dig this. into that, yeah. More violent antics. And I guess maybe that's not the way I should have Violent antics. Yeah. antics. Really not antics. More no. homicidal shenanigans. More death Ugh. antics. <laughs> Murder fun. Yeah, murder fun. There <laughs> you go. I get it. More murder fun occurred that same year on August 13th, 1965, when an enormous bushy beast, that was the description, attacked 17-year-old Christina Van Acker and her mother, Ruth Owens, in Monroe County, Michigan. Michigan is actually a hot spot for Bigfoot. Well, you never hear, the, the you always hear about the, yeah. Yeah, the Pacific yeah. Northwest, yeah. and you hear about the American Southeast, but you rarely hear about Michigan, but Michigan is fucking just loaded with Bigfoot oh, encounters. Riddled. Riddled with squatch. Right. Infested with squatch. Scads of enigmatic entities. Enig- enigmatic entities. Enigmatic. Yeah. You got it, buddy. I didn't, you know what? Yeah. You know, Mark and his speech therapy. We've been working <laughs> wonders. Yeah. And we're all so proud of the progress. I can't say enigmatic. Enigmatic en? entities. Just say yeah. en? Enigmatic. Like letter N. N. Ig. Ig. Matic. Matic. Enigmatic. Nailed it. Enigmatic entity. Nailed it. Now you can say it forevermore. Enigmatic entity. I know. I'm so proud you of him. You don't have to say it like a satanic oh my God. priest. I'm going to get... <laughs> 
Like Anton LaVey. Your feet, yeah, I, your, your eyebrows go way up and you're like, <laughs> I'm like, dude. Enigmatic. Okay. He is getting a gold star next week. Yeah, you That's got right. one. God damn it. Van Acker and her mother, Ruth Owens, I already covered that. Van Acker was driving her mother home when she suddenly felt a jolt. She hit her brakes and was immediately grabbed by a huge hairy hand, which was attached to a growling malodor. Malodor? My God, a malodor? <laughs> a malodorous? Jesus Christ. Now we all need speech therapy. Malodorous. No, you really wrote down malodorous. Malodorous. What's a malodorous? What's malodorous? Stinky. Oh. Mal being bad. Odorous. So the second Smell. episode that I learned new new words. See, we're all we're all here to teach. We're like the Sesame Street of filthy over drinking crypto <laughs> fucking yeah. geeks. All right. We're awesome. All right, there you go. God damn it. Van Acker <laughs> was driving home with her mother. She hit her brakes and was immediately grabbed by a huge hairy hand which was attached to a growling malodorous humanoid who proceeded to bash Van Acker's head against the inside of the car door. Jesus. So it's not fucking around. It's not like a gentle touch. It's no, like it is hand in hand. It's, like, bum, 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 bum. Wow. it's just a horror show. Fuck. Not knowing what else to do, her terrified mother ran <laughs> for help. It is a miracle that she ever saw her daughter alive again. God damn. The thing left. I was, was going to say she just left Christ. while it was smashing the her head against the off. By the time the mother returned, she found her daughter like semi-conscious bloody and beaten thank god the thing didn't take her out yeah didn't do any nefarious shit to her any more than i mean wrecking her face it was a horror show there is also the famous story recounted by president theodore roosevelt in his book the wilderness hunter which was published in 1890 wherein two trappers had a grisly encounter with a huge hairy creature in bitter in the bitterroot mountains in the mid 1800s after a terrifying night during which a wild beast had twice ransacked their campsite, the trappers decided to pack up and move to friendlier territory. One of the men, a fellow named Baum, checked the traps while his companion stayed behind to pack. When Baum returned, he discovered his partner's mutilated corpse. The man's neck was broken and four puncture wounds, presumably teeth, had collapsed his throat. Needless to say, the surviving trapper wasted no time in exiting the area. And I should say, the night... Like they got ransacked when they went out trapping one day. They came back, fixed their camp. Right. That night, something ca- tried to come in and ransack it again. Bomb came out and shot at what he said was, I think, a bipedal ape like monster. So that's why it's not a fucking cougar attack. It's like, because right. I mean, the way I wrote it, it seems like this could be any wild animal, fuckface. Why? <laughs> They I saw something like I that. I didn't want to bring it up, but I was like, uh... I delivered the goods. Okay. Yeah, I, I was like, it's, it's Jason. You know what I did? Yeah. I, I just fucking, I just gave you one of those little asterisks, and now you, you go to the, the reference. Oh, yeah, you can go look at it? And I just nice. delivered. Nice, nice, I like it. On July 16th, 1924, the olden days, the Oregonian published a story about a group of miners who claimed that they shot and killed an ape man, quote-unquote. During what must have seemed like an endless night, the miners were besieged in their cabin by enraged, rock-throwing man-beasts that did their level best to break down the windows and doors. The men remained up throughout the night, blasting holes in the cabin's walls and roof in an effort to kill their simian assailants. This, the site of this incident was known as Ape Canyon from thereafter. So to this day, there's a place called Ape Canyon near Mount St. Helens. And it is named so because these fucking miners who killed apparently a Sasquatch were besieged by all a pile of really? Bigfoot were throwing rocks, bashing huh. on the doors and windows. And so it's like, say, seven men. I don't know how many they were armed, shooting through the walls, huddling together in one terrifying night. They managed wow. to survive. 
apparently the place was just a shit show of bullet Dude. holes and bashing, and they most of them never ever went there again it's for a obvious night reasons. of the living squatch. It's really is. Oh, that's a perfect wow. analogy. There you go. I wish th- times like this. I'm like, why isn't I wish forensics and things were available? That thing, yeah, totally, yeah, totally. And I know a fucking iPhone. Well, the funny thing is, Instagram we, story. We, we have nobody iPhones now it was and super iPhone. forensics. You wouldn't believe and it's that. It's like, God damn it, we need these things to start happening. So three of the guys can film the entire thing while the other four are fucking shooting everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And plus we could have like, right. forensics to fucking, oh, it's a, yeah. And no, they, totally. did, they called it an ape man for yeah. them. You know, they I mean, maybe they know it's a gorilla. There's no concept of a Bigfoot back then. Yeah, I know. That's that why wasn't I was a thing like, that <sighs> developed until, uh, you know, California in the mid fifties right. with the dubbing of it as Bigfoot. People just thought, oh, it's a North American ape and, it's dangerous, and I, you know, America's young, and we're always discovering new species. No biggin. Yeah. Another story seems to prove that these creatures are not just aggressive toward humans, but also toward each other. The frankly disconcerting account comes from George Brousseau, who wrote about a terrifying experience that his grandfather Elliot had had while hunting with friends in 1944 in Okanagan County, Washington. This is an excerpt from the letter. Grandfather Elliot was hunting with some old buddies when they happened on a terrible ruckus. They saw two big hairy males, each with their hands clasped clasped together in club fashion, using them as weapons on each other, swinging their arms and clasped hands with full force, knocking the other down until both were on the ground trying to get to their feet. So this is like a fucking Sasquatch duel. This is how you do it. Two fists together. Like double axe handle? And you like, like the sledgehammer? Like, like, the first like, hit, like beat it? And then they get the second Like they hit. tie their hands together? Yeah, and they're they're, like, it's, it's fucking crazy. It's no, almost, are, are their hands like this and they're hitting each that's, other? That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. And it's like the Marcus of Queensberry rules in that one gets a hit, the other one gets hit. It's almost like a giraffe duel, you know, when they wrap their necks around each other oh, and yeah, bash each yeah, other yeah. with their fucking horned skulls. But it's like one, then the other, then the other. So it's fucking so it's, it's, like it's a, crazy. It's like a fucking Sasquatch like slap slapping match. I guess except with, it's with two their fists giant that are hands. stronger than a goddamn sledgehammer yeah, being wow. thrown at you at an impossible speed. Huh. The object of the disagreement between the Sasquatch appeared to be a dead deer laying on the ground nearby. This is the crazy part. At one point the larger Sasquatch picked up the dead deer and swung it full force into the side of the face of the other one, felling him to the ground. I smash him with a dead deer? So they're doing the rules, fist, 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 and the the bigger one's like, fuck you, grabs this motherfucking dead deer and just... Just to make sure we fully understand the implications of this astonishing situation. According to eyewitness testimony, one Bigfoot thrashed another Bigfoot utilizing a dead deer as a fucking bludgeon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That ranks as one of the most awesomely, (laughs) awesome, ostensibly true accounts I've ever come across. That's pretty cool. Just like, boom, 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 fuck it. Whack the antler's head. Yeah, and just smash your fellow Bigfoot with a fucking deer. And just away. It's like, that Bigfoot's down, deer is mine. Nice. Despite the disquieting undertones of their relationships with each other and the human race, I will tactfully ignore accounts of Bigfoot having been caught mid-coitus with a presumably reluctant bovine. Yes, Bigfoot has been seen fucking cows. What? That, did you not well, hear did you, what I just said? I claim to said. tactfully ignore it while fully describing it, which is a shitty way of doing it, but I still did, did we it. talk about this at one point, though? I think we might have. Why do I think that... We talked about this. I, maybe on the last podcast, maybe on this one. I don't know, but we have definitely no, no, talked no, no. about it. Was it during like an Evil Science and Magic Buddies we talked about well, this? Could very well have been. I, have, I do not have a photographic memory of everything I've said. So there's a story of <sighs> a Bigfoot fucking a cow? A farmer came cow, across yeah. a Bigfoot full-on 
cow, right. cowie style, I okay. guess. Pork <laughs> and his bovine. All right. I mean, yeah, yeah. So weird. <laughs> as fundamentally yeah. fucked up as all these stories are, it seems as if Sasquatch has got a crack public relations team because. No matter what shady shit, how much homicide, how many you know, dead dogs, it doesn't. Yeah, the, the gentle giant retains, or remains, I should say, that that image. Creatures that should inspire fascination in academic circles and awe and fear in the rest of humanity have become pop culture icons that have taken over the airwaves with TV shows too numerous to count. Midway through the second decade of the 21st century, it appears as if this enigmatic entity... Oh, enigmatic you, entity. You did it. I has, said it. ...has evolved from an incredible natural mystery to North America's unofficial furry mascot, and its popularity is growing exponentially. Each year, there are hundreds of Bigfoot reports from across the globe, and probably twice as many that go unreported by those who fear being stigmatized as a fringe lunatic. But in the end, it's not the hearsay or the headlines that send chills up my spine. It's the stories that never get told. The stories that very likely die with their victims. Whoa. Heavy. Oh, Halloween. Wow. It's, Game over. It's the, yeah, dude. <laughs> I know. It's true. It's the backpackers who never come out of the forest or the hiker that must have slipped and fallen down a ravine whereupon scavengers set in on the body. Events that get treated as unfortunate accidents or human error when they could have just as easily been pissed off territorial predators turning human remains into Bigfoot chow. Of course I might be wrong. Maybe Bigfoot likes to frolic through pastoral glades and nurse injured chipmunks back to life. I just don't know. And with all sincerity, I hope I never find out. Yeah. There's another thing that I feel like I should mention quickly. This is something okay. that came to my attention during one of the radio interviews I've done over the last few years, and that is the Highway of Tears, which is a, I guess, a, about a 500-mile stretch of road uh, on Highway 16 between Prince George and Prince Rupert in British Columbia, obviously okay. Canada. From 1969 until the present, there have been scads of mostly women who have disappeared. The, the people think, yes, there's hitchhiking and murders, and it's a very remote place. It lacks a lot of good public transportation. Um, and it's it's right in an area where there's, I think, 23 First Nations communities, which is what we call Native America in, America, in, in the United States, but Man. there they call them First Nations. <clears throat> and and according to Dave Scott from Spaced Out Radio, oh, yeah, yeah. who is from that area, he was explaining to me that a lot of the indigenous peoples believe that these women are kidnapped by by Sasquatch for purposes of breeding or sexual use, even if they can't have babies. Ah, Jesus, really? And then food. Ooh, so Jesus. that's another thing right. I want to throw in that wasn't actually in the article. Gross. That came to me since then. So, so basically, what my point in writing this article <clears throat> was, and and what my belief is, is that my thesis, as Chris said, which was excellent, that I don't think we should be super comfortable with the idea of right. of Sasquatch being something that is at worst unconcerned with us and at best kind of likes us at a distance and wants to be our furry buddy but right. is too shy to come out. I don't I don't think the evidence bears that out in the fucking least. I well, would no, never it doesn't. recommend no. to anyone monster hunting alone or any hunting alone. You don't go into the woods alone. I mean if you're super trained and a former Navy SEAL and you have mad credentials <laughs> for that kind of shit, fine, do it. A but Navy if you're SEAL. if you're anybody who's fucking normal don't do it. Long range assassin. Because bad shit can happen to you, <laughs> period. Regardless of Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. If you're a samurai, an expert with a katana, sleep wherever you fucking I mean, want. even then, bring two other samurai friends. It would help. Yeah. No, I, I think I can, I, I can agree with that. And plus, too, I think uh, a thing, an important thing to remember here, too, is that if Sasquatch is, you know, a, a real thing, which I'm not sure if it is or not, that it is a wild animal. 
And as much as like I want yeah. to believe that I can find a raccoon, become its friend, and feed it whatever. We all have those hot dogs Disney nature shit. documentary yeah, fantasies about nursing an injured animal and it becomes your lifelong not, domesticated buddy. Yeah. Not, not usually, no. No. Some things you can. Yeah. yeah I recently I'm not saying saw, don't do it. I saw like, a video about these like domesticated fox from Russia. And yeah, they fox is... goddamn adorable, but sure. they're like, you know what? They're still wild animals. Most so of them, are, when they find those, though, are like babies. Right or injured, yeah, and but they're not they're not overtly like Tasmanian devils when you pick them up. Yeah, you know what no. I mean. Well, yeah, no. and you can like raise an abandoned like lion cub, right? And there is a chance it will devour you, but there is a better chance that it will have an affection for you because you were like a parent figure to it, right? Nursed it, did it's all the things with the bottle. Which I mean, okay, let's say let's say sick of argument, you find a baby squash and you nurse that little bastard back from the brink of death, right? And then you're just you're with it. Okay, cool. First off, how is that not a movie? Secondly, I, yeah, you know, actually, that would be a great movie. Oh my god, Baby with, Squatch. With like Seth Rogen. Oh, you want a comedy? Yeah. Oh yeah. How could it not be a comedy? Because I thought it was a heartstring pulling Paul? wildlife extravaganza. Did you see Paul? Oh, Jesus alien? Christ! I have not. Oh, you didn't see Paul? Did you see Paul? Yeah. Yeah. He'd be like Paul, but with a Sasquatch, and he's not from space, or is he? Oh, Intergalactic Space Squatch? Yeah, yeah, Space Squatch. All right, let's fucking get you back on point. I don't you're necessarily strained. think... Th- I, I, if I, you I, raised I, a baby Sasquatch, I would think if it is a relatively advanced mammal that it would probably be endeared to you. Like it if, if you're be. the one it bonds with, otters do it. I mean, if you right. raise an otter, well, they go stupid cute. without you. Like the people that raise otters in zoos, I remember seeing a documentary, they have to wear full face masks and body masks because if they imprint on you, oh, they're yeah, never happy without right, you again. Yeah. Yeah, and you can never send them back to the wild. I would just—I'm just going to assume that if you're talking about this this hairy hominoid that is out there, or hominid, hominid, hominid being more ape-like, hominoid being more human, right? Even if it's more human-like, I just don't see it necessarily being this gentle giant. I'd like to believe that it is, but honestly, it seems like it's just a wild animal. Yeah, and that's like the any thing. wild animal, it would react as a wild animal. Absolutely, it's not malicious necessarily. Yeah. It's not no. thinking evil thoughts. <clears throat> it's not like I'm collecting skulls to decorate my cave. Oh, is it the sure. Jeffrey? Is it the Jeffrey Dahmer of fucking Sasquatch? It's a possibility. Then I no. wrote a script. It once. wears a human suit. Funnily enough, somebody hired me to write a script about a monstrous Sasquatch, and uh, I'll just I'll make the story really quick. And so I was working on the script, and my idea was. It was a rogue Sasquatch that was fucking just crazed. It, it, it was not part of its clan. So it was murdering these people. Like it was these uh, forest, uh, like like hippie types that were trying to like chain themselves to trees to stop the deforestation and right. the people there. And of course they had to come together against a common enemy. So it's a standard stalk and you know, slaughter horror film. But at the end, this was one of my great twists that I love, is that when he's about to, like they're fighting him with one of those logging machines and it's, mach- it's, it's aliens. It's a machine against the monster. Uh, it looks like they're about to lose when all of a sudden these like five other Sasquatch come from the forest and they're having these big fucking cudgels, these huge limbs that are torn off. And they're like, you don't represent us the right way. And they beat the mad Sasquatch to death and just drag him back (laughs) out of the woods and disappear. Is this written? I wrote this script, yeah. Why can't we turn this into a comic book? We might be able to. I can tell you one thing. When I was meeting with the director, he said, yeah, no, I know. I know the investors want a Bigfoot, but... Can we make this more like a giant bat? And I'm like, oh, you fuck. A giant bat? Giant, you fuck. Wait, 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 hold on. How does is, that work? Is he saying like a bat squatch? No, well, man, I don't know. Or need, just like it's a, a bat? No, like... he wanted a giant monster that had weird spindly limbs that looked like a bat. So he wasn't specifically saying a giant bat, but a giant bat-like monster with like the, the pointy nose and a pointy, like it just, yeah, I'm like, yeah. the whole fucking point of this is it's a crazy rogue Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. 
fucking bat. So that went kind of down the shitter, as, as a lot of things do. But that's do. a fucking great script that I want to read and, and turn into a comic book, possibly. And sell in our big cartel store. Oh, my God. Yeah, we got merch. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I apologize about digressing no, with my Hollywood failures. Cool. But, um, so, I mean... But yes, the it, idea it, of a crazed just, Sasquatch. That, that, yeah. I think that was my point at the beginning. I'm sorry to interrupt you. The point I was trying to get at when I go tangents, I sometimes lose it, is that I'm sure, like human beings... There are some that are crazier. That are some that are more aggressive. There are some that are kinder. Like a lot of times when people see these things and they just sort of get nervous and walk the other way. Right. That's legit. A lot of people do that. But yeah. a lot of times when others are like, our car was attacked. It was chasing us. It was smashing on the it roof of the like vehicle. It would be like a territorial thing. That could be. It could be territorial. So, could be protecting young ones. Yeah. I mean, could, generally could be speaking, anything, hunger. I guess at that point, like, is there like a consensus about like the dietary? Uh, nature of a Sasquatch? I don't think there's a consensus. I think I think a lot of people say it's vegetarian, I, but I think more people, and this is the camp I fall into, would say omnivorous because people have seen it like getting shellfish out of creeks. Right. Um, I And, and, and of course, the, deer, I mean, the stories of it, you know, killing yeah, and eating so deer. As far as being carnivorous, well, like, yeah, is it a that's thing why, where it's just going to like... I don't think it's exclusively carnivorous. I think it's omnivorous. I think it is right. a animal that eats what is available. So like a panda or a mountain gorilla, it probably eats leaves and grasses and whatever it has access to. And when it has access to meats and it needs the protein, I mean, it's got to right, fulfill a, a lot of dietary needs to be this large. It yeah. needs a lot of nourishment, period. And a lot of that, I mean, part of what made the human race survive is is meat. The yeah. high proteins, you know, th this really, and, and we're built like predators. And just like yeah. Sasquatch tribe, we have forward-focused eyes, you know, canine teeth. We are fucking predators. I think they are pe they're people. Maybe they're people, but creatures that will eat whatever is available, and I certainly think that includes meat. Okay. Whether it be people or deer, dogs. Or dogs. Yep. Meat is meat. Yeah. When yeah. you're a wild animal and you're hungry, meat is meat. You're not discerning. So with some of these stories, though, it sounds like with the woman in the car that it just outright attacked her. Yes. Like that. Not. I mean, not necessarily. Not not saying that it wasn't provoked because they very well could have provoked it without knowing that they did. So that brings up the whole like homicidal hominoid, right? Right. That whole thing there, the Michael Myers of the uh, Sasquatch world. Well, that's what I'm saying. If if like I mean, if some people are... can go uh, psychotic, like isn't like a Wolverine like the asshole of nature because it just doesn't necessarily kill for food. Sometimes it just kills for fun. Some a lot of, sort of not, like an not just Wolverines, but other animals just do that. Yeah. So I mean, if you, if you take that and you kind of like put that over to like a Sasquatch, where you're like this thing is just a dick, and it's just possible. kills to kill. But is it really? I mean, is that like a? How does that work in nature? Where it's just like fucking, I'm just gonna kill to kill. I. Like, I can't how, do, that. how does that work? Do you know how that works? I have no idea. Is it even a thing? I don't know. Where are we? No, no. Well, there's certain terms okay. that we only because we are, as far as we know, the only self-aware creatures for sentient that can right. think and be like, think about our own survival, like us existing. Like right. other so things don't seem to be able to have kill. that. Well, we we have philosophy. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. but primates are self-aware. Primates okay. are where this is but what I'm is, doing. This is, is who I am. Is murder a thing? I love things. Well, I don't know if they go, this is who I am. I, I don't think they think I'm that level. Do. No, no. <laughs> I don't think they do. This is who I am. I think they know uh, maybe no, what they are. But when you talk about like the studies being done in zoos. Of, uh, I mean, some can. Some, some, no, they, they recognize the difference between themselves in a mirror and somebody else. I don't mean they know, you know, I think therefore I am. And they're like, no, that's what, I, that's what I, that's what I, I say. That. I just mean they recognize that this is not another primate. This is me. Yes. You they, know, well, yeah, so fundamental awareness of self is all I mean. Nothing profound they, or philosophical. No. Yeah. 
No, they seem, they whatever. might seem to know Descartes. they exist. Yes, but they don't. I don't. They don't have. I probably seem not. Good, but that having been said, how does that interplay with? Let's go to chimpanzees. Like we're talking, some of them have been known to kill other members of their troop for no good fucking reason. That's homicide. Okay. It's murder, in my yeah. estimation. That's and, a goddamn and, murder. And you have to assume Sasquatch, much like you know, we share what 98 percent of our DNA with a with a chimpanzee and a bonobo. We're very, very genetically close to. Just the small right. differences are big differences, but they're very small. Well, we'd have to assume that we're probably just as close or pretty damn near to a Sasquatch. And if that's okay. the case, and they have some element of self-awareness and how they function, and, they, and maybe they're isolated loners because they're not often seen in big groups. Maybe they live in pocket colonies. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, these are things we can't estimate. But if they're remotely social and have a little bit of self-awareness, then then sometimes they're probably just killing for food. Sometimes they're killing on accident. Or and sometimes, sometimes they're probably... Not so colazzo. It's just for fun. Not so colazzo. Murdering for joy, dude. Man trapping for sport and profit. Ah! That's actually a record from Scissor Fight that we might end up having to put some, one of those songs on our Spotify playlist. I do like oh, Scissor Fight. There you go, Scissor Fight rules. So, so they are animals at the base. So whether right. or not any of them are going rogue and homicidal, uh, animals are territorial. Animals do not want you near their young. And when animals are hungry, even if they would ordinarily turn the other way, be it a bear or mm-hmm. a big cat or whatever, uh, they won't. They will predate on humans. They will sure. they will or any yeah, other animal totally. they can. And that's what I think a lot of this ends up being. I don't think so I really don't you think don't, it's a madness. You don't think no, it's like, I don't think so. You either. don't think it's like a Jason Voorhees type situation. Like a psycho squatch? Yeah, where it's gonna like choo 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 ma 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 itself into your fucking I'm head. I'm not saying it's never happened. Okay. All right. I do think that just, like in like those crazed chimps and other primates that will just right. murder just somebody imagine, for no good reason. That just probably imagine happens. like the horror of like a clan of murderous Bigfoot. I don't know why I'm saying clan because I don't know if they're really it's like it's like, like the that. hills have eyes. It is. Yeah. Or yeah. or like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Where totally. Like, like the Sawyer family, but they're fucking seven foot tall and 900 pounds. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. They're just going to rip me the fuck apart. That makes sense and to me. And then where my head is a ring. Well, like, of course. Yeah. Who wouldn't? <laughs> Who wouldn't? I know. Who wouldn't? But yeah, there's probably different groups. You know what I also think of? That that, that, that Scottish family that lived in the, the caves in the highlands and they would come up and <gasps> murder the passersby. Shit, yeah. That's, which oh, actually inspired fuck. the Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Who, I can't remember oh, their name. God damn, what was their name? Ah, shit. My true crime podcasts are failing me. Oh, fuck. boo. I can't remember, but it was interesting. It's it was, easily it was, Googleable. It yeah. is, but we're not going to because we don't oh, no. do that. No, no, no. I mean for our audience. Yes. But what I'm saying is this if 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 a group of, of of Sasquatch were along those lines, like you just get a taste for human flesh. Like some animals, like they have to kill certain lions when they're on preserves because they eat a human and it's like, oh, it's on. These are some tasty long pig, which is of course in Papua New Guinea what they call humans because yeah. they taste so much like pork. Um, so when the lion gets a taste or any other big cat or wild animal for human flesh, they have to be put down because apparently we're fucking delicious. Like we taste so effing good. It's unbelievable. And they get this and it's like crack. It's flesh crack. They just want to eat the fuck out of us. And and so if a Bigfoot clan or even an individual, but let's go with a clan like we were talking, gets a taste for the, you know, the human flesh, then it could be on. They could be constantly on the prowl for Hikers, whatever. If they live dude, in a real isolated that first part taste, of British yeah, Columbia, dude, taste you, can't, you can't get it. You can't get it. You're trying to quit. Savory. Like, no, no, I'm, I don't I'm, want it. I'm going for chipmunk. Man. It's worse than smoking cigarettes. It probably is. Yeah. And it's like when you, you know, we love crab meat. 
But getting to that fucking I shit is difficult. <laughs> it's difficult to suck the it's meat out. Like that. And you're like, why do I want to eat this goddamn bunny that's such a fucking pile of bones and a little bit of flesh yeah. when I can get a big fucking hunk of human where you can just bite into the thigh and it's all meat and yeah. it's joy. In a Are we smoke? justifying fucking Sasquatch? I think we're justifying Sasquatch murder. Yeah, well, actually. So are, are we Sasquatch, if they're animals, what are you going to do? Are we Sasquatch murder sympathizers? I, well, that are depends we on the mode. Well, will that lose us any listeners? Because that depends on my answer. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Then sure. I I'm am. not like I'm not. Just, I'm not pro Sasquatch killing people, and I'm not necessarily pro people killing but Sasquatch. But we're just trying to get into their heads. We're not pro anything. We're Let's just, just say scientifically trying I to know was, what their motives are. If you're a Sasquatch, you could very fucking easily kill people. Humans. Easily. No problem. Not even an issue. Yeah. It, it wouldn't if be If they hard. can snap a dog, they can snap a person. You know what's funny, actually, is recently, uh, just this past week or two weeks ago on our Instagram account, I posted up this, uh, it's uh, a comic book by uh, Steve Niles, the guy that did um, Three Days a Night. Oh, yeah, of course. Rob Zombie and, uh, oh, I can't forget the co- uh, the cover artist. I forget his name, but he's fucking awesome. And it's uh, basically a horror comic about these people being terrorized and killed by a Sasquatch just called Sasquatch. Yeah. From IDW. From, I think you know, I've seen in, like, a couple was, of those covers. It's a few two, years old. Yeah. It was back in like 2005. God bless him. Yeah, it was a great comic. I've, but, no, I've never read any but of them, it, but it, it's a great story. But it's it a do, good warning for the kids. It does deal yeah. with the possibility of like a, you know Sasquatch committing murder like that, and it, it, it gets a little crazy in the book or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, Chris, well, I don't know, man. What do you think? I I don't know unless we get one and are able to find out how smart it actually is. Sit down and like ask it like in an interrogation room. Like, well, you're not gonna you? be able to just ask it. Maybe Maybe you can, and it'll be like, well. Um, <laughs> As the representative of Sasquatch, that's a land you don't know about. We'll get there. Um, uh, Unless we can do that. That's a land you don't know about. It just makes sense. You know what it is, dude? And this fucking comes full circle. Flat Earth. The fucking, yeah, I went there. The fucking ice walls beyond that. Guess what that is? Chris, what was it? Oh, Sasquatch. Yeah. Behind, that's where the Sasquatch live. That just makes sense. Yeah. Beyond I'm, the walls. I'm talking me. to you. You sold me. I'm putting fingers in your face. You really are. <laughs> I know. And it's kind of awkward. <laughs> You're doing this creepy point. <laughs> I, it is the creepy yeah, point. The heavy okay. metal <laughs> pinky forefinger point. I, you just, you're dealing everyone. You're like, you and you <laughs> and you. <laughs> Chris say this Rob I'm talking to you okay. Flat Earth Ice Wall Sasquatch Beyond That What else Could be Mothman So that's the first book That we're gonna come out It's called Beyond the Wall and it's- Oh yeah dude And it's fucking Murderous Squatch But then there's like A detective Squatch Who's like I'm not here for murder I'm okay, here for justice you know what? Wow <laughs> What's the matter With the uh, fucking detective I was squad? being serious And then you throw in A detective Sasquatch <laughs> Yeah it's like Fucking Law and Order dude Oh, is that all noir? Does it turn black and white? And he's got a no, cigarette. It's, he's dude, like, it's law and order. goddamn squatch. I, I want to see, I'm I see a stabler squatch. He's just like, this is bullshit. Lonnie Squatch <laughs> on the yeah. case. <laughs> Lonnie Squatch. I love him. Fucking trench coat, fedora. Yeah. Well, obvious. But, uh, that's a great obvs. idea, too. Son of a bitch. Hey, totally obvious. Obvious. Yeah. Obvs. Classic oh, noir. Man. I mean, I guess, you know, in a way, yeah, we would have to actually, like, observe. Sasquatch. Well, are you just talking about uh, acknowledging or confirming, I should say, its existence? Because are you talking a deeper issue of, all right, Sasquatch is real, just for the sake of argument. Right. And let's get it under observation so we can know if it's just killing as an animal would or smart enough to know better and still being a dick. 
You'd is that prob- what you guys are saying? Yeah, I think you'd have to actually observe. I mean, at least I'm not sure about Chris. I can't speak for him, but where I'm coming from, I guess you'd have to actually observe the animal, whether it's in its natural environment or a controlled environment, to be like, okay, what motivates this thing? Like, is it an omnivore? Is it a vegetarian? Is it is it a vegan? Does it like yogurt? What do you <laughs> the, do? Uh, the pressing question. Yeah, yeah, the, big yeah the pressing questions. Well, or, or, or how is it acting? Like, is it acting in a manner where it's only doing this for food or is it something where it's just a fucking terror I think machine? first we it would be if you if this, I mean if we you got the evidence that you found it in nature it would be like Star Trek first I think oh, the, I like you, this. you, you like watch this. it in its natural before you'd hope you 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 observe it you wouldn't just fucking tag it because you you don't know right so i think you'd be following it like if an alien culture yeah you would tag it follow it if an alien culture came i mean you kind of have to to, and grab one of us Mm. and then use that to base its entire view of humanity yeah that's what i right right. one of the three of us yeah one of the three of us that would be a super flawed skewed look can you and i just take can you and i just take the moment here just to confirm that Chris is probably going to be the best representative. Me, out of all of us. Ooh. Oh no, I don't have any doubt about okay, that. Okay, yeah, no, me too. I Good. Yeah, I do. I, I'm, I'm not <laughs> saying <laughs> you're throwing me to the ass probe. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. her off. Bend over and pucker up, buddy. Here we go. Chris and I aren't going to. Uh, Rob and I aren't going to watch while this happens. Don't worry. Oh no, we'll turn. Yeah, and we will. No give thanks. You, we, you can we, you we, can keep <laughs> your shit. <laughs> no thanks. Thanks. I mean, I guess so. Oh, like we were talking about earlier, I guess it is a matter of is it acting Ooh, in a manner That's of me. because it is a predator, um, whether it be for food or, or territory, or again, Michael Myers, Squatch, is this thing just a fucking murder machine? I think both are on the table, hundred percent. Totally. Yeah, listen, I'm yeah, basing totally. I'm basing my my theory on 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 primates that you know we know and have studied thoroughly, especially right. the ones that are closest to us, like chimpanzees, yeah, the, um, and bonobo and other things like that, and and. And chimpanzees, at least I know for a fact, have murdered other chimpanzees. For yeah, what, they have killing. Well, we can't. We can't know. We can't know what their motivations are. Like, you touch my lady, it's over. Yeah. Or it could just yeah. be I'm a fucking nutcase and I'm gonna grab this rock and bash, bash, yeah. bash. It's over. But they have right. weird things like like if if they look at each other wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah, they get weird. They get like mad. super territorial. Yeah, with throw their shit teeth up. And they yeah. scream, jump, and you rip a head off. And you're yeah. like, what, oh, yeah. what I mean, just which is what primates why? have done to human beings, chimpanzees especially. Sorry about your face and life and world. And balls. And I'm not, by the way. <laughs> yes, your balls are in jeopardy. They fucking rip nuts. Don't even tell I'm me not, they don't. I, Just the way you said it. I have to be very careful to point out I have all sympathy for people that have suffered this. But yeah, it sucks. It's an part of the list. <laughs> it's a fucking afterthought. And balls. And, and balls. <laughs> Well, I mean, for years you guys warned me against getting a monkey. I've talked about it. We have before. saved your God. face so many times. <laughs> it's true. You have a face now because of Chris and no, I. No, I, I really do. I, I did not get the monkey. My face is saved. I thank you. Friendship continues. Absolutely. But chimpanzees oh, do crazy shit. No, they do. And they, they also do, do things totally. for food and yeah. to protect their their young. Right. So if I'm just working on the assumption that uh, a Sasquatch, and it's just an assumption, we don't know, is is basically intelligent as a chimpanzee. Right. Then it literally could be it's plausible, yeah. for function, yeah. for food, and for protection, for territory, but also because sometimes they're just going to up and kill a motherfucker. Yeah. And but on that same line of thought, though, if they're maybe more human-like, then the the possibility of just 
a bad batch, one being a psycho. Oh, no. One being a little bit off. Psychosis, and the then, potential of that yeah. increases the more like humans they you are. You get the fuck, dude, you get like the fucking Son of Sam or like Richard Ramirez yeah. or fucking Ted Bundy of oh, fucking the fucking Sasquatch. Night Stalker of the Squatch Yeah, world. all of a sudden you literally, and because of, and think about this, just because of their sheer size oh. over us. It would be like a fucking. It would just be like a feast. Like, like if I'm they, just gonna kill and eat. Yeah, if they no. flicked us in the face with their finger, or like it would crush our skull. Yeah, exactly. totally. They're impossibly now, strong. But now, on the other hand, though, there are people that 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 bring Bigfoot gifts. So yes. we might have a different take the, on no, this. No, the gift exchange. The gift exchange, yeah. Right. So we haven't really talked about this, and I don't want to necessarily get too deep into it because I don't necessarily understand it. But from what I gather, if you bring things into the woods. For Bigfoot, like they, apples and yeah. I was thinking like an Xbox. Sunshine. Oh Jesus Christ! Or like an iPhone. <laughs> Maybe he gives you back like here's a PS4 <laughs> or like here's wow. a Galaxy Six. So you can bring. Wow. You can actually bring, and I've seen YouTube videos of this, and um, I don't understand how it works that you just bring them things and then they nobody leave you, does. They leave you like, like the, rock do they formations. Leave you, like, or like a carved figurine, I think I mean. I never I think heard I of saw such it. a thing. It, it was like a little, like a little so twig. The Whitland Squatch is fucking yeah, sitting on his so porch there with a plate of grass. of somebody leaving something, and then they're like, we'll see what happens, and they come back later, and they, they find something? Oh, look. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. So authentic. The, the devil boy. <laughs> It'll be dope. I'm pretty sure it was a scam. Wooden but piece of shit. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be so mad. Shit. Anyway. So I guess... The, on that, uh, but but that might actually air more towards that these that these squash are maybe trying to that they understand us somehow and that they're we're like we're leaving gifts for each other. I don't. I'm I'm vain. I can't find that. Understand. Well, no, hold, hold on. That. Before you get too excited about that, crows do that. If you leave little silvery things and trinkets that they like, yeah. they will bring you back. Or if you leave or if food you feed for them, them, they'll bring, oh, back, they'll bring you back tin coins and shiny and, stuff. And, and shiny wait, gems. Shit. Crows do this? Yeah. Crows do it 100%. Uh, absolutely. So this is... I didn't, I did this not, doesn't wait, mean... Don't have oh my God. Don't, don't right, stop. This is, no, this do we is, have this to talk crazy. about crows for 10 minutes? Not no. 10 minutes, but... So if I leave shit out for a crow... Yeah, food and whatnot. It will bring me back shit? It'll bring me back shiny objects. Nickels? They've been shown to do that. Like there's this little really? shiny girl shit, like that that like used to leave food out, and they would come to her, and they're, and they're like they're a hyper intelligent animal, yeah, and uh, and they became kind of her friend, and they would bring her trinkets and little baubles and why are coins. We doing? This? I did. I've tried. Crows aside, Bigfoot gift exchange. Maybe they won't kill us. Maybe they just want to exchange gifts. Not all yeah. of them. That's Maybe the they, thing. You know. The, you know what the human race has. Gandhi. You know what else we have? Hitler. You That's can't true. fucking grade everyone based on the performance of so a few. So maybe there's some super cool, like, uh, super cool yeah, I, squatches. And that's still that not, like, like, a confirmed thing for me, really. What the Sasquatch exists. No, the exchange. Oh, you know, me neither. I, I think it's dubious What's best, even crazier. I think it's kind of fun. Is the bat Should shit. Should we try it? No. Nuts. <laughs> the <laughs> bat shit nuts Why? out there. Why are you shooting it down? Um, you know because, no. Do I don't want to do it. Why don't you want to do it? I don't like. No, I love crows. I would totally do it. No, not crows. A Sasquatch gifting yeah. thing. We don't have Sasquatch around here. We can. There's in Ithaca. Yeah, or oh, they or no, that you've seen. There was one sighting in Ithaca in the 1970s. Does it mean that we can't go and bring a gift? No, there was a claim out in Maze Point. <gasps> there, yeah, there was. Oh, yeah. there was. We chronicled there was, it. Yeah. There was claims, but that was a cycloptic squatch. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. That it had one eye. Yeah, that was a really fascinating interview we conducted. We should talk about that someday. We will someday. That will be a bonus episode that hopefully 
Won't That's, get us well, sued. Maybe. Maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> sued into the ground. We'll, we'll, we'll listen to it and see how it plays. So, Anywho. Killer Squatch. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. No, they kill definitely 100%. But. Yeah. I just wonder if maybe if it really is just because that they are a predator. I don't necessarily think that maybe they're killing for sport and fun. But maybe, maybe they are. Like you said, maybe there's just a couple of offshoots that are just like, you know what? Like, fucking, I love killing people and killing's my fucking business. And business, and business is good. Business is good. <laughs> yeah. It's it's possible. It of is. Course. Listen, when it, when it, when it's all said and done, here here's the point of it that I think um, they're wild animals. Even if they are the most intelligent animals, <clears> even <throat> if they're closer to us genetically than chimps, and they have the ability to think things through, and they clearly, if they exist, are sage enough to avoid us by and large. Um, Th- there's going to be some of them that might just, like, say, get a taste for human flesh and want to do it. Others might just, out of desperation, uh, starvation, hunger, attack. Others might be trying to protect their loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think we should pre preassume that they are just these, again, the classic phrase, gentle giants that well, are well, right. you, absolutely. out that's, in the woods that's just following yeah. and, and wanting to hug us if they weren't so shy. Yeah. If yeah. they want to hug us, they want to hug us to death. Or if you happen to see one, you you go in for the hug, and then it just gives you the double axe handle, and the next thing you know, you're <laughs> the Polish hammer. The Polish the Polish hammer, and the next thing you know, your fucking head is just pushed right into the center yeah. of your body. Yep, you're a juggernaut. You're, you're you're just a little uh, a, a, a pile <laughs> of paralyzation Wham, on the man. floor, and you're fucked. Like that's it. You're done. like I can see like one of those seventies like fucking. Beautiful meadow, sun shining, the slow motion yep. run. You're running, the Sasquatch is running, you're running, and suddenly it's got a fucking deer in its hand. It's like <laughs> Hank Aaroning your fucking face oh, off. Yeah. Just breaks your jaw off your face. Oh, like, yeah, you're uh, done. Your tongue. Oh, I still think up. it's a dick move because it seemed like such, in that Bigfoot fucking duel we were talking about earlier, it seems such a fair fight. I hit you, you hit me, I hit you. Whoever survives gets the deer, and then finally the big guy's like, fuck off. Bronk with a giant carcass maybe. upside the head. So maybe, but maybe he's the one that killed it originally. Yeah, he, he could. And, he, and the good one guy won. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. It just seemed like a cheap move. Is a Sasquatch fight a fair fight? Not, is it not, never? Not, uh, if, not if he did, got it first though. We know a ghost fight is never a fair fight. Ghost fight is never no, but a fair yeah, fight. space fight definitely. But is. space fight a space is always fight fair. Is always fair. Yeah, yeah, we know that. Yeah, we need. It's science okay. that you it, guys don't need. To, yeah, our no. audience. So can just regardless, if you're gonna go out for them, go with people. Yes. Yep. Gift in one hand, shotgun in the other. You're, pre- you're prepared. Yeah, and Chris and Rob aren't really big gun guys, but I think that I can get them on, in my gunboat, if you will, when it comes to with uh, Sasquatch. I'm gonna I'll arm you guys. It's treacherous. That? Yeah. I'll, I got a, I got a machete and a staff. You do. Your machete's pretty dope, and what's you 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 got swords and shit though too. They're not you? sharp. Oh, they're not. Oh, that's right. They're not. I'm gonna have a couple like... dirks lying around. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got some stars. <laughs> nice. All right, there you have it. You know what? Happy Halloween. Happy motherfucking Happy Halloween. Halloween. Happy Halloween. I'm glad everybody out there uh, is. Hope I'm hoping everyone out there is enjoying their Halloween. I do too. Uh, be sure to leave us some ratings and reviews in the iTunes Apple Podcast app. Stick around a little bit because we're gonna be doing some of those um, social medias, right? Twitters, Facebook, Instagrams. Check us out there. Follow, like, comment, share. Those are always uh, completely appreciated. Uh, Big Cartel. We got some stuff happening over there with some merch for sale. Did I miss anything? That's a lot. I don't think so. I think you nailed it. I think the important thing is to know that we put links in the description of this podcast. Yes. So reference that. That's so much it, better. It's, it, yeah, because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you stuff, and you're gonna be like, "What the hell is he talking about?" Just, just go on there and look at it. It's the it just uh, Rob's sense. article will be there. The link for his um, to purchase on Amazon will be there. There's a bunch of stuff going on. So, 
I'm going to over-explain a little bit more. So there you have it. And talking to you soon. Yeah. Be safe out in the woods. I agree. Yeah. Be safe on the streets. Be safe in your bedroom. <laughs> yeah, be safe. <laughs> yeah. Be safe out in the streets. It's not like, hey, we, we, it, like when you said that, we looked at, like Chris and I should have been like, yeah. 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 So we're like, yeah, yeah. keep yeah. going, Rob. I'm like, <laughs> where else can you be safe? Yeah, be, be safe in the I supermarket. Be, be safe, safe in the deli. Be safe in space. You can't be, no, it's be safe in your nothing, local pizzeria. Nothing is more dangerous Spa- than yeah, fucking space. Space is overt death. Radiation. I mean, you, you have to really try to not die. Yeah, all the time. There's a just. It's a constant. It's a constant effort to not be killed. We'll be talking to you soon. Absolutely. Bye. Keep, keep it spooky. Be on the wall out in paperback <laughs> next year. All right, cool. So thank you for sticking around for the ratings and reviews, guys. This is coming us. This is coming to us from the iTunes and the Apple Podcast apps. Amazing show, five stars from. Are you prepared for this? Mm-hmm. Batman. Oh, oh. One one two one eight three eleven twenty one eighty three. Holy shit! Is that a pin number? What are we getting here? I'm thinking it's a birthday of Batman. It could well be. There you go. <clears throat> Goes on to say, found these hilarious guys on Instagram. We followed some of the same comic and cryptozoology accounts and was intrigued. Downloaded a few episodes to check them out and instantly fell in love. Aww. Not only are they pros in the world and knowledge and backstory of famous cryptozoology monsters and stories, but they're also funny as hell and comic nerds. Perfect. Every episode I've listened to so far... Is laugh out loud funny and full of nerdy references right up my alley. You gentlemen have something good going on there, and you have a lifelong fan. Keep up the amazing work. Take care, Wally. Oh, and he gives us a little uh, breakdown of his last name here, Sizniak, LOL, in case you attempt to say it on air. And actually, yeah, I um, talked to Wally on Instagram quite a bit, actually. Well, we'll find out. What thank up, you, Wally? thank you, Batman Wally. <clears throat> you know what's funny is I was reading the I was reading the inner the you know the, I'm reading the review and I get to the bottom and I'm like oh it's Wally from Instagram oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> like, oh, hey what's yeah. up dude the is gone yeah exactly like <laughs> oh shit I know who Batman is but thank you and it is a stunning indictment yeah, totally. of us we are geeks we love comics it's we true. love yeah, our metal go. and our punk and we love the fuck out of our monsters there it is so thank Robert you. what do you have from us from Facebook from Facebook this review comes to us from Jennifer Carey. I can't say anything that everyone else hasn't already said. This is an amazing podcast with hilarious hosts. I look forward to hearing each new episode and love coming back to listen to old favorites and feel horror for the win. Nice. That's one of my good fucking super fans. That's right. A lot of people go Krampus, but I think the hardcores go Enfield Horror. Well, yeah. Which which is a little kind of disturbing because, like, Krampus was one of our first pots. It's like, I'd like to think we're getting better. I get a lot of (laughs) comments about the Loveland Frog still, so. Oh, I guess we peaked already. Oh, totally. Hey, everyone, enjoy our slow decline. (laughs) (laughs) Those first five are gold, but. Yeah, and considering that we're on episode 52 now, so yeah, no, that'll do it. No, you know, as long as it's just a gradual slide, I can live with it. And she ends with, keep up the great work. Well, gosh darn it, we're going to try. Thank you. We're going to try. We'll make the attempt. All right, so finishing off the reviews for this week, we got Super Red Pod. I'm saying it like that because it's all caps. Super Red Pod. Tight. Five stars from Cryptid Kid. 
a couple of months ago, I was looking through Spotify, wondering if there was at least one podcast out there about cryptids and the weird as I typed in cryptids into the search bar. I was expecting to find nothing. However, I was amazingly surprised when my eyes landed on the Cryptonaut podcast. From the moment I saw that super red astronaut skeleton design, I was hooked. For the next couple of weeks, I binged all your episodes, and ever since then, I've been patiently waiting for more. Three hosts have such a great, funny, and sweet brotherly chemistry. It doesn't matter if you're not into cryptozoology or aliens or the other. You will find yourself deeply engaged in the subjects of not only the pod, but their banter as well. As an amateur cryptozoologist slash ufologist myself, huge emphasis on amateur, not only do I listen to each episode to lighten my day or to have something to listen to while I'm drawing, but I also listen to have I also listen to them to learn something new. I really do appreciate the level of detail the guys go into while describing the stories and events while staying fun and not boring. I love to listen to the Kryptonite podcast in the morning on my way to school because honestly, What's an early morning rise without some witches, blobs, or possible homeless guys with bike deflectors? <laughs> bike deflectors. Yeah. These guys rock. Lots of love from the home of the Moss Man, KK. Oh. P.S. Even though the Mothman is sort of a mainstream, I guess, cryptid, you guys should totally do an episode on the Flying Fiend. Oh, son of a bitch! Thank you. you. That was out a, the flying fiend. The flying I'm so proud. Fiend. Yeah, no, you know what, cryptid kid? That is an awesome fucking review. Dude, that was and so, thank you so gosh much. darn heartwarming. That Absolutely, was awesome. we are that brotherly. And you know what? All, the, all through that, it's like you know when Grinch was at Christmas time and his heart grew three times that day. Yeah, mine yeah. grew six. There you go. That cool. was really wonderful. So there you have it. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, for, and for the record, oh, here we go. I just want to say this too. Sure, he's on the docket. Like, it's not like I've never written an article and we don't care about it. Yes, we don't do a lot of mainstream, but that's still odd mainstream. That still fits yeah, definitely yeah, in our yeah. podcast. Oh, totally. totally. So Mothman's happening. We oh, actually, yeah, yeah. I've talked to, people have sent us requests before, and, and I often tell people, too, that with this podcast, we do actually have a short list of things that we're going over, and we just tend to shuffle our lists quite a bit because... Some of the Mothman is going to require us more than this one episode. It's going to be like a multi-part episode. Well, it's such a big phenomenon, yeah, and it's so dude. important in the oh, fields oh, oh of my God, cryptozoology, yeah. the paranormal, it the whole nine yards. It goes into ufology. It goes into all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's so. multi-spectrum madness. All right, cool. So there you have it. Thank you for joining us, and we're talking to you soon. Absolutely. Bye. Happy Halloween, you sons of bitches. I love you so much. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 How come they never show the Grinch's Halloween anymore? The what? The goddamn Grinch Halloween special. They act like it doesn't exist. It was made in the 70s. Yes, there isn't. The fact that you don't know is what heartbreak. Chris, do you know about this Grinch Halloween special? Oh, I I vaguely do, but I can't. I couldn't tell you any specifics about it. It should be a stone having a moment. Google it. I am not having a fucking senior moment. How far after Christmas was it made? It was. Oh, I would say maybe less than 10 years but not if much. you know about the Grinch right. Halloween special DM me on Instagram we'll be talking to you but must have sucked <laughs> oh no I started back too far <laughs> Melodorous Melodorous Yurungus Jesus Christ <laughs> the humongous <laughs> oh my god it's a movie I never saw but I did <laughs> yeah. yeah oh no, no. Chris so and I was tried to watch that on darkness. Yeah. it was yeah. the blackness that was blacker than blackness it was, cool. it was so shadow shrouded I don't know what we happened we saw like vague outlines through like sunlit doors we watched it on videotape actually yeah. back back in the day. And it was I like, think there was a cabin. I think yeah, I think there was a or cabin. Like, I think there the were woods, some teenagers, maybe a dog. The, the malodorous malungulus. 
Humongous. Humong- oh, humongous. Okay, cool. Malodorous, humongous. It seems like a classic of 80 cinema. You say malodorous? We would know. Mal- odorous, humongous. Uh, oh, Lord. Oh, what Lord what happened? I know. It was just a meltdown. It was a vocabulary <laughs> meltdown. This is what happens because I can't read. I, I'm the one that fucked up Malodorous. <laughs> right, I got to take the fucking front of this. All right. I'm going to read it from the top. All right, do it. What I have is a review from Jennifer Carey. And she says, I can't say anything that everyone else hasn't already said. This is an amazing podcast with hilarious hosts. I look forward to each and every new episode. I'm sorry. I'm just adding fucking words. I'm just embellishing beyond the point. It's okay. Just keep embellishing. She probably means it. I look forward to hearing each new episode. Okay. Not each and every. Well, okay. I mean, she listened to all of them. Yeah, I'd like to think so. All right, cool. But you know what? We're going to own the facts. We are a true-to-life podcast that just to stick with that shit. You're transparent. And coming back to listen to old fate. Oh, shit. I fucked that up. <laughs> we're so sorry. Yeah, uh, Jen- Jennifer. Jesus Christ, Jennifer. We're so sorry. Jennifer, you deserve so much it better than me. It actually has been. We've been doing this for like for a while now, over a couple hours. Yeah, so. we're, 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 we're getting tired. A little punch drunk. I'm yeah. a little drunk drunk. All right. Um, All right, Rob. Kick her off here. All right. Am I going to just end it or start from the top? Just start from the top. Okay. Well, lead me in. No, I'm kidding.